Philanthropy is all about giving to causes that matter to you the most, and by doing so, making a difference in the lives of others. But is this an activity that is reserved just for the super wealthy? Or is it possible for the average person to become a philanthropist? What cause tugs at your heart that you wish you could provide funding for? Is there a way, right now, to live your dream with purpose? These are the glaring questions this podcast will explore as we meet everyday people who are stepping up to begin living their philanthropic lifestyle. We'll hear about their cause, why it's important to them, as well as their vision for the future. So let's get inspired, motivated, and learn how we can step into the dream of living our best life with purpose. My name is Nancy Landa. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. My guest on today's show is Mr. Lonnie Boswell. Lonnie is a business builder and developer. He started several businesses with just an idea that ended up becoming multi-million dollar companies. Marketing and strategic growth plans are his specialty. He is currently applying for an honorary lieutenant sheriff designation in San Diego, California, and is also attending seminary school to become a pastor. He has two children, Lasante and Lori, that are his world. Welcome to the show, Lonnie. Hello, Nancy. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. How about you? I'm doing great. So what was life like for you growing up when you were a young child? Uh, life was great. I had uh, my two parents uh, married. I have one brother. Well, my grandma lived in the backyard. She was the closest person to me. Um, she kind of taught me most of the things to just try to be a great person and love the Lord with everything that I have. And she always used to uh, donate to kids overseas. I would see these letters come in and I would say, Grandma, let's read them together. And we'd do a lot of crafts together as a little kid. Uh, first school that I went to was called BCA. It was a Christian school. Mm -hmm. So I was brought up just a believer and going to school and learning. And uh, then I, I, I love sports. You know, I grew into sports. I was a, a basketball star in high school and uh, I got hurt right after high school uh, in a car accident. I thought I was going to be an NBA player. I was number one player in San Diego at the time. Yeah. And then uh, my life just turned at that time. And I just gave myself basically uh, back to God. And uh, just just love of life is in me from just a, a small age. I remember my mom, she used to take me to church all the time. And we used to give out to the homeless people. We had a food drive. Yeah. And these are things that really just created my life and just gave me a pleasure and, and just a, a mercy for people. So when people say it's, it's better to give than receive, you understood that from a spiritual level and also on an actual level of seeing that being done with your family. Yes. Uh, giving, it's an amazing thing. The more you give, the more you'll get. It's the weirdest. It's kind of like the opposite of what the world teaches us, yeah. but that's how the world really works. And most successful people know that and that's what they do. Um, so it's just a principle of the, of the world. So I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <clears throat> Who has the biggest influence on you as a kid and why? Uh, the biggest influence is, uh, hmm. I would have to say it's three people, my mom, my dad, and my grandmother. Okay. But uh, some things that, like my dad, he told me, never let anybody outwork you, outlove you, or outgive you. So that's one of the models of my whole life to always, you know, 
never just be somebody that's receiving all the time. That that makes you be a giver because you're always looking out for people trying to do too much for you and you're not doing things back for them. Yeah. So when you were a teenager, what did you want to do with your life? What was your dream? My dream was actually to be a basketball uh, player in the NBA. And my second dream, if that didn't work, I always wanted to be a teacher. I just you had a plan B back then? Yeah, I did. I always said, <laughs> my mom always told me, she said, you always need a plan B. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do after high school? Um, after high school, when I got injured in a car accident, I kind of lost my basketball career. I went straight to college and became a teacher. And what did you teach? I was teaching mathematics and uh, personal growth to high school students, but at like a college level. So they would get college credit and I would teach them, set them up with their why vision boards and, and things like that. Yeah. So I taught for about uh, two years and then I got into real estate. I made $300,000 in one month and it changed my whole life. Um, Basically moved to Atlanta and started becoming, I own a construction company, the biggest club in Atlanta, a couple of women boutiques. And it just expanded from there. Everything I think that I touched was just blessed. I had like the golden touch at this time. Wow. And that was when the economy was just rolling, uh, made millions and millions of dollars. And then the economy uh, tanked on me. <laughs> and that was what, around 2007, 2008? Yep, 2000, 2007, 2008. <laughs> Everything kind of went downhill. I had all high-end stuff. So some of it went down. So what I did is I invested into a valet company. I had a valet company for the stars where I met all the stars in Atlanta or people that were traveling to Atlanta. Um, I did one of the biggest restaurants. It was a $20 million Asian restaurant. So I, I met so many people and we just had a great concept for the valet uh, company. I just said, hey, I want to be the top service and, and the best service available with customer service training for everybody. And we basically took it to the top, made millions of dollars doing uh, that also. And you did that because those values were ingrained in you as a kid. Yes. My mom always said, whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability, Lonnie. She said, study other people first, be mentored, and then find out, you know, just like any great inventor, they really just look at a product and they say, how can I make this better? You know, that's how the great inventions kind of come about now. So your greatest struggle was perhaps when everything kind of started going south. Oh, yes. When everything started going south, uh, my wife, she didn't work for over nine years and our marriage fell apart. You know, Uh she had to go to work being a teacher and I kind of lost everything at that point. I even lost my kids for, you know, a couple months and um, Mm. that was the hardest part of my life. And I was really questioning everything about myself. And I was one of those guys. I was like, I did everything right. Then why is this happening? You know, and yeah. somebody said, Lonnie, have you read the Bible? Look, <laughs> what the disciples, what they had to go through. And I was like, wow. And that kind of opened my life to life is really an up and down, you know, struggle. And you just have to stay happy and stay thinking, you know, you're blessed all the time, regardless. Right. And I know you got to fail forward. So instead of feeling like a failure, I started learning from different mentors that have been through the same thing. And they said, Lonnie, just when you fail, fail forward. Keep on moving forward. Don't stop. And they said, the only way you can really fail in life is if you stop. So just kept it moving forward. So who has had the biggest influence on you as an adult and why? So the biggest influence, hmm, 
<sighs> yeah, I have a couple of people too. Uh, one guy named is Marty Hell. He actually wrote books for Donald Trump. He invented the Trump success system. This is a mentor of mine that really challenged me and changed my life. I mean, sometimes I was on the call with them crying and the other time we were happy traveling around and, and going different places. But he has shown me, um, he came out of nothing, you know, and now he's, whew, he's uh, at the top of the world basically. But he, he just told me that everything is a day and time and you got to compound, you got to do things according to why you gotta you gotta create this why deep down inside of you like Lonnie why are you doing everything every day you know so I was just thinking like I look in the mirror and I say man I'm doing it for Lasante and Lori my two kids you know I'm gonna create generational wealth for them and I'm gonna help people around the world and that is why you know I'm not gonna fail my kids sometimes I look in the mirror and I say I'm not gonna fail my kids but sometimes you can look in the mirror if you don't have a, a big why that will make you cry. Sometimes you'll look in the mirror and say, hey, Lonnie, I'll fail you today. Let me just sleep in. Let me not try today. You know, so you got to have a tremendous why. And I think that's what's really pushing me to excel in life. Didn't he actually push you on your why? Yeah, he pushed me on my why. I mean, he kept on every day we would talk. It was about two weeks and he would say, Lonnie, that's not big enough. Lonnie, that's not great enough. And I was just so frustrated one day. And he said, Lonnie, listen, if you had unlimited money, an unlimited time, what would you do with your life? You know, and I started thinking, I said, well, I would, you know, have this next generation system on every street corner. And that's to teach people their own why and basically a duplication process where everybody can be financially free and time freedom. And that's the American dream. So yeah. when I thought like that, I was just like, wow, that is big. And I bet you that's what Jeff Bezos did. I mean, this guy, <laughs> he's in everybody's household and look, he's the richest man in the world right now. Yeah. So they had to have the vision and the why has to be personal. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So let's talk about your cause, Diamonds Unite Charity. When and where did the idea come from to start this charity? Uh, it was something that I kind of wanted to do my whole life, but it was just like, Lonnie, where do you start doing this? So I started... I was feeding the homeless every week and, and donating clothes by myself and just with my son and my daughter. Mm -hmm. And then it just grew from there. I started getting opportunities and uh, people started telling me, hey, join this, join this with us. And it just got really big all of a sudden. And I believe that's just from the blessing of the Lord. And so when did it start? Uh, this started. So I, I got the LLC. It's called Diamonds Unite. And uh, I'm not LLC, but a 501C. Okay. And this started about probably a year ago. Okay. Awesome. <clears throat> so it's already kind of ingrained in you from your childhood, obviously. Now, how many people have you been able to help so far? Oh, it's been just hundreds of thousands of people. Currently, uh, we have 30 kids in India that we feed every day. We have 45 kids in Bangladesh that we feed, and then we give them um, service. Uh, on the gospel. We have 300 kids in a refugee camp in Ghana to where we feed once a week and then we share the Bible with them. And then we have uh, in Hollywood, we just opened up two weeks ago on Mondays, we feed around 200 families or homeless people that show up in front of this church. And then on Tuesdays, we feed people with about two to three weeks of groceries. It's about 1,200 people come through our line and you know, it's all backed up traffic in Southeast San Diego all the way to the freeway. Wow. It's pretty, pretty intense. Yeah, that's the biggest part that we have. 
And then on Friday, we help with this uh, place called the Open House Ministry. It's for basically domestic abused uh, women and their children. They live in this house, so we provide the food and clothes to them. And then we also help uh, El Cajon Christian Center. They have over 300 recovering uh, people that used to do drugs, and now they're just focused on the Lord, so we give them food also. And then on Saturday, we do uh, three... 300 homeless people, me and a pastor, we go down there and we pray over people and we basically give them Starbucks food and sweets right on the street corner. So um, it, it has grown tremendously and we're looking around, you know, where we can go next. We actually um, just want to be around the whole world, basically. Yeah. So <clears throat> that begs the question, how are individuals selected to receive your charity's assistance? Uh, so it just started out. I was, I post videos. So with the overseas people, um, there's a lot of scams out there. Just to be honest, if somebody just wants to start doing this out the blue, there's a lot of people that will scam you. So I get pictures of them, make sure that they're real people. And I tell them to take pictures with signs where they're at and things like that. And then people are just contacting me from like Facebook and Instagram. It's, it's really amazing. And then I vet mm-hmm. them out for a little while and then I start um, sending money to them. And then, you know, we have a plan and a strategy how to feed the kids and how to preach the gospel to them. So are those services you provide tailored to the individual's needs or does everyone receive kind of like the same services? So it's tailored to different needs, uh, wherever you're at in India, we really don't, uh, we don't preach to them or teach them about the Bible, but, um, we just tell them if they can say, thank you God for the food, because it's all about the glory of God being spread. Mm-hmm. So it's different people. We just want to feed as many people as possible we don't have like, you have to do this or you have to, it's not rigid like that. It's like, okay. how, how can we help you? And let's come out with a plan together and let's implement that together. I love that. So how much fun it is needed to fulfill your cause, like for one individual? Uh, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? How much fun it is needed to fulfill your cause for just one person? Yeah. So it depends. So in India, it's probably about $800 a month. And then it, it goes up from there from the, there's more people in each different location. Uh, Ghana is pretty expensive, but you know, on Tuesday, it's about three different nonprofits to come together to do the 1,200 people. Cause that is a big thing. Yeah. Every week we do that and we give people so many groceries. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole feed them first and then teach them how to feed themselves. Yes. Is biblically based actually. Yes. That's, that's our main mission is to reach people where they're at. You know, there's life-saving needs right now. We can't just say, Hey, God bless you and be on our way. We got to help them where they're at. And then we got to lead them in the right direction, you know, to learn about God because that's the ultimate, you know, is to get salvation for people. So right. that's our main cause, but to get people to be able to pay, pay it forward back into the, you know, to wherever they want to do, but to be able to get a job, you know, online, we have online businesses that are worldwide and, and then we have help people get jobs in their area, like brick and mortar places in their own area. So that, that's what we really want. You know, we don't want to have to feed these people and them to depend on us forever. We want them to be able to feed themselves and teach other people how to feed. So it's just a process of, of that duplicating over and over again. So it starts as a handout and then giving them a hand up. Yes. That's an important part for sure. So what do you envision your cause being able to accomplish in five years? In five years, 
Uh, we basically, I have this idea about these air to water machines. So I want to put air to water machines in all these different facilities. I want to buy buildings and I want to be able to educate the kids and then feed them right there and just have a lot of different um, people around the world uh, helping us. And then buy, you know, different locations like internationally, I want to be able to buy, um, I'm looking into buying shiploads of rice and drop that off. And then what I want to do is give half of the rice for the people that need it to, you know, for life saving assistance. And then mm -hmm. the other half, I want them to be able to sell the rice and beans and sardines in their area. So start them off with the job, you know, to where they're working with the, our company, basically. Right. That's amazing. So do you have a vision beyond five years? Yes. <laughs> so I wrote it down. I have a vision for about 20 years. <laughs> Pretty soon <laughs> I want to be, you know, on TED Talks and stuff like that, showing other people basically how to duplicate the same process and just be able to spread it. They could put their own. It doesn't matter what name is on it. Just to be able to guide people to be able to do this and just be able to reach everybody in the world. That's what I really want to do. Yeah. So, Lonnie, why did you choose Up to Give to help fund your cause? Up to Give is an amazing, amazing. Um, I had this guy named Randy, and he doesn't need it. He's retired, multimillionaire, and he, and he told me about this on the phone. And immediately while he's on the phone, I said, hey, give me your link. And I signed up while he was still talking to me. And I signed up <laughs> my mom, too, under me. And I was like, I just, I said, wow, I have never heard of anything talking about giving back and, and causes and stuff like that. So it instantly just, whew, it, it did it something connected. to my spirit. Yeah, it connected yeah. so quick. <laughs> and so that that's why I got in. And then and then I seen uh, my brother Brandon uh, Ivy's in it. And I said, man, that's a great guy. Um, he's with the Lord too. So it's just a major connection. Yeah, yeah. So what is your favorite part of Up to Give? My favorite part of Up to Give is, is doing the presentations. I love it. I have a pretty big team already, but I love doing the presentations and just showing people that, you know, you could have, your cause could be just getting your family a house or, you know, I, I know this one person on my team, they want to get their 30 year old son off the couch playing video games and, and get him some motivation with some of the money. Or it could be something as big as Diamonds Unite or, or any, you know, somebody wanted to do for breast cancer, send money to breast cancer research and stuff like that. So just to get people in the mode of philanthropy, I believe when you have philanthropy in your blood, it just does something to your life and it propels you. Right. It does. It does. <clears throat> and that's kind of the spirit of up to give is, is in giving. So if someone is looking at up to give, what advice do you have for them? Um, I just say up to give is not something this this quick. You know, nothing is this quick is going to really work out. But this is a straight, a godly program where you seed and then you have harvest. So, you know, you plant your seed here and, and then you harvest it later on and you build it every day. I say take some time every day building, you know, maybe an hour, two hours a day. Do what helps you build the business and it will help you build your dream and it will help all these causes. You're not just helping your own cause. Remember, you're helping a lot of causes. You've built a sizable team in a very short period of time. So if somebody is looking for training on how to do this, I would think that you'd be the go-to guy for that. Yeah, I'm one of them. We have tremendous leadership in this company. But yeah, I, I just created a duplication system. And basically, it's, you know, the power of one. That's what I call it. The power of one. I say just, just enter a new person in the business just one person a week and teach them how to do the same thing 
And then they'll teach the person how to do the same thing the next week. And in about 12 weeks, you have a team of about 4,000 people. Now, you know, my mentor taught me this a long time ago. It's like when the penny doubles every day. You know, do you want a million dollars at the end of the month or do you want to double a penny every day? And that's all you're doing. You're taking that concept and you're stretching it out a week. Even if you stretch that out in a month, just find one new person in a a whole month and teach them to do the same thing. Your team will be really big in a year. So don't overestimate what you could do in a day or a week, you know, and don't underestimate what you could do in a year. Just stay consistently doing something over and over and over again. There's a great book by Darren Hardy. It's called The Compound Effect. And it teaches you, you know, wake up and do something every day and the hours will start stacking up and the results will start stacking up. Right. Great advice. Lonnie, it has been a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to be here with me. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we go? Uh, yeah, I just want to say, Nancy, you are an amazing woman. I got to talk to you before the call. And I just, I really love your cause and I love what you're doing. And I just, I feel your spirit and that you're really trying to help a lot of people and just spread these causes out to the world. I believe when you spread these causes out, it will help other people begin to develop the real cause that they had since a kid, what God put yeah. in them, you know, that the yeah. society basically took away from them. Right. Now, would you be willing to come back on the show in a few months and provide an update on how your cause is doing? Yes, anytime. Just call me anytime. I'll be here for you. Awesome. Well, folks, if Lonnie has inspired you today and you'd like to either contribute any amount to his cause or maybe you'd like to start your very own cause, listen carefully when the music starts so you'll know exactly what to do. God bless you. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were inspired by the content that was presented. Don't forget to click the subscribe button so you'll be notified as soon as new episodes are available. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to causetalkradio.com. Click on the podcast link where you'll find all the information covered on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation.